Welcome to Thank God is Fancy Football Thursday here. We're going to um, give some awards out, um, award handed to me, hopefully, um, by someone else in this podcast. Hopefully you can praise me. Um, and we're also going to give out some advice for next year. And we're just going to have some fun. Quick little podcast, our last fancy um, podcast of the year, which is always fun. It's the first fancy podcast of the year, which is ironic because it's the last one of the season, first one of the year. So we're going to um, knock this out of the park. Lucas Reyes, how you doing? We just bust out how much? What, two podcasts right now? Yes, sir. And first off, um, let me just all hail king sports guy david <laughs> oh no oh um, and 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 here's the virtual you. award um oh, I'm ha- virtually handing it to you can um, i do a speech yeah sure okay um you know i lost to david and this is this is something donald trump would never do um i, I lost <laughs> to david here parent square um we could not stop the count after i was ahead and um <laughs> he had who did you have he had uh lastly of uh, you had a big player playing um, Derek he, henry yeah oh yeah so he had Derrick Henry Diggs. and Steph. Oh, that's what it was, Stephon Diggs. And uh, you know he won fair and square. He had a great draft. You know uh, we'll come back next year trying to bounce back harder and take overtake him. But um, congratulations to the fair winner. Um, but we're gonna try and stop the count next year. All right. Um, thank you. Um, just imagine me holding a ward. I literally have my hands. Uh, let me get my lotion bottle right here. All right, this is my lotion bottle. It's a ward right here. I would like to thank everyone who doubted me. This is the nose nose. Two years in a row back to back. Uh, thank you, Lucas, for being a competitor. I needed Stefan Dix to score seven. He direct tweeted me. He's like, I'll give you 40. I was like, thanks. He gave me 40. Um, gave me a, a, a good lead. I, I won eight and five. Shout out to all the competitors on, on this on my league. I had a lot of good ones. Um, I am KGX. I, 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 he, was, he beat me twice this year. I beat him in the playoffs. Um, he, he, he put up a good fight. Master Joe. Shout out to Master Joe. Coach Zezima. Um, shout out to you. Gio was in the playoffs. I beat him too. Um, who else we got? Uh, my boy, Jake Sniffy. He, he, he finished the league. He dropped all his players and picked up every Brown player. He did not get last place. Herbert hype man who was on this podcast before got last place. Um, Raider nation, only Raider fan in my whole fantasy league. Uh, he finished in the toilet boy as well. I just want to thank everyone who, uh, hold on. Sorry. I just want to thank everyone who doubted me. Shut up. And doubted Logan Thomas as my tight end. Derek Henry, thank you. 2K, King Henry. And um, we're gonna, I'm just going to be, you know, just build stronger next year. And I'm just going to keep it going. I want to thank um, my producer, myself. I want to thank the editor, myself. I just want to thank myself in general, really. Uh, I'm just amazing. I piss excellence. Uh, Sports guy David, the nose knows. Is that enough? Yeah. Did you? I, okay, I all right. I was telling like, to be honest. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna hand out some other awards out. The first ever fantasy sports cave. Thank God it's fantasy football Friday. What should we call um, it? The, 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 the office FC, have the Dundies. So what, what should we? F S C T G I F F F A. That's easy to Jesus. remember. Fancy the fancy sports cave. Thank God it's fantasy football Friday awards. Yeah. I'll think of a funny name. Maybe uh maybe we'll call it the the punties. The punties, what? <laughs> like a punt football, or um, we have well, we'll um, we have to work on that, guys. Obviously, we'll work on that. The production for, for, now, for the show is top notch, though. For now, it's the FC, the FSC TGIFFA award. All right, all right. First award, I'll let Lucas go. Who was the fantasy god this year for fantasy football in general, not on your team, but in general? Let me hear the fantasy god award goes to. I think, in my opinion, the fantasy god has to go to Devontae Adams. 
I think Devontae Adams just lit up the league. He he had uh, let me let, let me look up his stats because there was a point where he just was going over a hundred in his sleep and some touchdowns. So this is this is how his year ended up. Uh, wide receiver rank number one, uh, ninth number eighth overall. Uh, he had one game over forty one, two games over forty one. So one, two, three, four. Five, six, over six games, over thirty points, and he just turned it up in the in the playoffs. I think that he has to be up there with uh, fantasy god, him and Dalvin Cook. I think. What about you? All right, I, I, I will. I like your awards. I like your nominees, but I'm gonna go with Josh Allen. I'm gonna go with Josh Ooh. Allen leading, uh, pro, uh, leading fantasy points throughout the whole league with 397. This dude. Was on an MPB uh, track due to get it done on the ground through the air. Runner-up, a close runner-up. I'm going to take Alvin Kamara. I would like to take Darren Henry, but the performance Alvin Kamara did in Christmas just put him right over a little bit at the top. Dalvin Cook is a great competitor, but Alvin Kamara just got it done when he needed to. All right, next award, we're going to give out Fantasy Bust of the Year. Who do you have for the Fantasy Bust of the Year? I think, I mean, it comes to mind right now just because I don't want to take it because he's on your team. And I feel like you, you might give this oh, award no. to to him. But uh, Kenyon Drake, Fantasy Bust Award. I think, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I think Kenyon Drake had a down year. We talked about it in the podcast earlier today um, that I think that Arizona just got away from him. I think the game plan for and really the scheme for Arizona was just to get Kyler Murray going all the time. And he was really a part of their run game. He was a major part of that. And they never really ran the ball out of like single back or they never gave Kenyon Drake the opportunity to prove himself on the ground too much. And he was that guy is supposed to be like a Swiss army knife. And he has the, you know, the skill set to be like an Alvin Kamara type. I really do believe that. And um, yes. we saw him lit it up a little bit when he first got to Arizona. So I thought he was going to have a big year. Obviously you did. You drafted him in the eighth round and, um, yeah, just, second round. Uh, oh, was the second round? Yeah, uh, he just had a disappointing year. I thought it was going to be a lot more better. Yeah, I drafted him in the second round. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, <laughs> I had a I had a chance to draft a lot of other running backs. I did bounce back and draft James Robinson, um, though in the fourth round, I believe. A lot of people thought I was um, crazy for that. My and if uh, my bust, I think. Pause. Rewind. <laughs> my fantasy bust of the year will have to go to uh, Drew Locke. Um, Drew Locke did not perform as much as I thought he would. I know he got a, a dealt a shit hand. He was really high praised. Jerry Judy, uh, Corlin Sutton, Noah Fan, Albert O, all these offensive weapons. Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay. He finished twenty three uh, quarter in the quarterback rankings. He was only rostered to finish thirty percent. He only started six percent um, at the last. But I know he missed a couple games of injury. But he didn't have one game over 20. Oh, no, he didn't have one game over. He had one game over 30. Yeah, one game over 30. He even had a game with minus two. Um, that's when he got oh, got his uh, injury. But I think Drew Locke is my bust of the year in general. All right. Oh, I think I could throw one more out there. Just All right, let me another disappointing here, player. Definitely Jimmy G. I think Jimmy oh, yeah. G because in the next one, um, one of the most disappointing – okay, go into the most disappointing word. I mean, to be honest – I was a little bit disappointed in uh in uh George Kittle. I mean, I know he got hurt, but some of the games that he played, um, he did not put up any points, and then he he struggled to cross ten points a lot in these games. He had a one huge game against Philadelphia and one nice game against the Rams, but all in all, uh, he struggled to 
put points against Seattle when they were struggling, against New England, against Miami, and uh, and against Arizona. So I think it was an all-around down year for the 49ers, and that's why I'm disappointed in Jimmy G as well because he also messed up my, one of my top picks in George Kittle right here. All right, my disappointing pick of the year, um, I'm going to have to go with Todd Gurley. Mm. Todd Gurley only had one game. He had one, two. Okay, no, he only had one game scoring more than 20. One close with 19. Uh, the one he scored 20 was against Carolina. Uh, just, I thought he found his home. It was a great story. You know, he played in Georgia, went back to Atlanta, just couldn't find his his feeding, his footing. Sorry, dyslexic. His footing. Um, it's crazy to think that this guy finished, what, number one or two, two years ago, three years ago. This guy was the top pick. Um, he was at least a top 10. I, I believe he got drafted top 10 for sure. If not, no, he didn't pass the second round. I was not buying it. I liked his story. Great person and all, but very disappointing in general. All right, moving on to we're going to give out the low-key player award on your team. Who was the low-key player on your team that you didn't think would do good and did it and he you know, came out and shined? Well, I mean, when I drafted this player, I didn't think that he was going to have a crazy year like he did. Um, maybe I just haven't been paying attention to what's going on in Atlanta, but Calvin really fucking blew it up. And um, I, he's one of those players that I just didn't, didn't, I guess, didn't pay attention to. So I know people would be like, "What? Of course, Calvin really played played amazing." So I'll do another one. Um, I, this player I picked up on the waiver wire when I was really getting banged up, and he ended up going on IR literally the week after I picked him up. So or the week I picked him up. So it kind of sucked. But you know what? Rex Burkhead of the Patriots had some crazy games. Week three, he oh, had yeah. thirty four points. Uh, week nine, he had fifteen. Week ten, he had twenty two. Um, that was the week where I, there after week 10 where I was like, oh, he's going to definitely go off against Houston. And then he ends up, I think, tearing his ACL. But this guy was one of the few bright spots in New England. And one of those one of those guys that were like, okay, he's going to help Cam Newton alleviate and, and off the pressure and take care of that running game and um, take care of it himself a little bit. And he did. He did have some crazy big um, offensive production games, especially through the air, um, getting some nice touchdowns. But when he got hurt, it kind of threw things off. But Rex Burkhead, Burkhead at age 30, getting it done. I like those. I like that. Um, all right, so I have two um, low-key player. Uh, my first one, I definitely want to give a shout-out. I mentioned him a little earlier, James Robinson. A lot of people were turning heads at me. I was like, this dude, Illinois State, undrafted free agent. This dude, there's no runner back in Jacksonville. This guy put it, put himself on the map, scoring 10 points his first game, not too much, and then boomed, 21-30. And then he uh, balanced it out. And then against the Chargers, he scored 31. This dude, he didn't he didn't play his last game due to injury. Unfortunately, he had an ankle injury. But this dude has a bright spot. He finished seventh in both standard and PPR as a running back. 33 overall standard player and 38 overall PPR. Um, that's amazing for an undrafted free agent. Reminds me a little bit of Austin Eckler. Um, my other guy who saved my fantasy team. I mentioned him all the time. People thought I was crazy. Logan Thomas. I picked this dude up in like week five. Um, he got dropped a lot. Um, he had a 13-point performance week one. Week five, he only had one. I picked him up week six. He had 13 points, 16 points. And then he finished the, he finished the season with six straight double-digit points. Almost a touchdown in every single game. Dude is a stud. Bright future for Logan Thomas in the Washington football team. Love this guy. Um, every time I play Madden, I could trade a seventh round draft pick for him. So I'm taking that every day. Love Logan Thomas. All right. Next player, uh, our, uh, most, our next award, we got the rotating door award 
for a player. Uh, we'll do player and then position um, in general. A player. Who is the rotating door player in and out of your rotation? Keep on dropping. Keep on picking up. Really just inconsistent, just in and out. Who was that player oh, on your okay. team? Oh, okay. Well, I had to keep picking up quarterbacks um, because I had drafted Dak Prescott, and then he got hurt, and then I dra- and then I picked up Joe Burrow, and then he got hurt, and then I got Jalen Hurts. So um, that was definitely the most rotating door position on my team. And then another person that I kind of was just picking up on the waiver and then dropping was Antonio Brown and because um, he definitely <laughs> came in, and I was like, oh, he's going to do something. Kind of took a poop first week, six points, 13 weeks back-to-back after that, and then three and nine. Um, just wasn't consistent enough, but he ended the season definitely strong as hell. 20 points in week 15, 13 in week 16, 17, week 17 at 36 points. So um, something maybe to look forward to in the future. But, yeah, he was definitely my rotating guy. Oh, quarterback. I usually have a problem with quarterback, but I had 10 hill this, this week, uh, this year. If it wasn't, usually it was tight end. I wasn't. Usually his quarterback, it wasn't this year. It was runner back for me. I had Derrick Henry. Well, it was more of flex. Derrick Henry and James Robinson, my rotating player and position, both at running back. Um, I'm going to take Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake was just in and out. I did not know if I should start him or not. I was just like, man, I was playing with four wide, uh, five wide receivers at one point. Or four. Yeah, I would play with four wide receivers because I was like, I can't trust Kenyon Drake enough. And another guy I just want to put in there, uh, Travis. Fulgham and Chase Claypool. Mm. Claypool burst on the scene, kind of inconsistent. Travis Fulgham also burst on the scene, inconsistent. So those are my three guys in my rotating player award. All right, moving on to some uh, dynasty fantasy guys out there who's listening. Who are two keeper players that you would uh, want, for instance, on your team or in general? Give me your team first, who you want to keep. You get to keep two and two in general. They should definitely keep if you have them. All right. One on my team, for sure, I think I'm going to keep Dalvin Cook. I think he's not going to lose any production this coming year. Um, and also, he's definitely going to be part of the centerpiece because they're going to be looking to keep this momentum going with their offense, looking on fire. Dalvin, Justin Jefferson, and I think Dalvin's just going to be the catalyst for that offense again. And then one more, um, maybe DeAndre Hopkins. I want to see – he's on my team as well, and I, I want to see him uh, keep his hot streak going, especially in that Arizona team where I think they're just going to beef up that offense again and look to keep keep establishing what they already have and growing. So I think those two players for sure. And then two, two keeper players that are not on my team that I wish I would have, that's a tough one. I mean, I wish I would have Derrick Henry. I mean, who who wouldn't want that? So Derrick Henry would be one. I mean, I, I don't see him slowing down anytime soon. This guy's a fuck. These guys a beast. And and then um, hmm, who would I have? I mean, Patrick Mahomes is always a good one. But I want to get a little bit more creative. What about Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones needs a little bit more love on fantasy. I feel like this guy's always getting touchdowns. Um, I don't know how many touchdowns he ended the year of. I'm gonna look look at that up real quick. But last year he had over 20, and this year I think he is really close again. Let me see. Aaron Jones stats. He had – oh, my goodness. Can this show me? Oh, he only had nine this year, but that's only running. So I, won't, I don't know how much he did through the through the air. But point being, he had another 1,000-yard th- rush rushing season uh, at a time where the Green Bay Packers get an MVP Aaron Rodgers and they're getting more production. Um, Devontae Adams as a wide receiver. It's another team where I think their offense is just not going to fall off again next year anytime soon, actually. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Devontae Adams. 
I'm surprised you didn't. But Aaron Jones, yeah, good keeper. Um, two players, I'm kind of torn. Um, Derrick Henry, I do have Derrick Henry. He finished uh, number one in standard and number three in PPR. 11, 11, 11 overall in standard and 14th in PPR. Uh, this dude's a tank. You see what he done? He got over 2,000 yards. Another guy I'm either torn be- between James Robinson because he's young age and the Jaguars are going to be on the up and coming or Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs finished third in uh, standard and third in PPR. In the wide receiver category, James uh, Robinson did seventh in both standard and PPR in his respective category as well. I'm thinking I'm going to lean towards Stephon Diggs. I know the talent's there. I would try to sneak James Robinson in if I had to try to um, – if he wasn't available. I don't think anyone else would keep him. I think there's just more players on that are better than him, but I would definitely try to sneak James Robinson in as quick as I possibly can, maybe even first round. Like, he's that talented. The Jaguars are going to be on the up-and-coming. They got the first overall draft pick. Who would they get? Who knows? Uh, two guys that I think you should keep. I, I won't repeat your guys. Um, I'm thinking, let's see, I think Devontae Adams. Um, that dude with MVP caliber Aaron Rodgers, like you said, passing it to him, that dude is a monster. I think he's a top wide receiver in the league. Uh, for sure, he's number one. It's very debatable, two through five, two to ten, but number one is Devontae Adams. Another guy, uh, let's see, up-and-comer, um, I think Justin Herbert. I got to go with Justin Herbert. Uh, broke a bunch of records. If you have him, uh, I remember Herbert Hypeman drafted him in the third round, and I was like, dude, he's not going to start. But he was he was ahead of the game, and he, and he, uh, yeah. he was ahead of the game because I was, I was pissed because – I was just like, damn, I was trying to get Herbert in like the eighth or ninth round, but he went three. And maybe it was a Charger bias because it was a it was a it was a league full of Charger fans and one Raider fan and a Browns fan. So it was pretty much old Charger fans. So people try to get him. But I think if you have him, you should definitely keep him. All right. Um let's go. Projected top five players next year. Give me an order for top five players. One through five. I will go first. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. I think number one, I think McCaffrey falls. I think Barkley and Zeke fall. I think Derrick Henry will go number one. I got Derrick Henry one. Number two, I got, oof, I think Aaron Jones. I think people will realize Aaron Jones is the shit. Um, if Josh if Josh Jacobs didn't get that DUI, I think he would go three <laughs> four. I think Devontae Adams goes three, back-to-back Packers. Number four, um, shit. I don't think he'll get a quarterback in four. I think number four, I think McCaffrey falls maybe outside the top five just a little bit. I think Zeke and Shaquan does too. No, I, you know, yeah. Um, no, I'm going to take Bark. Uh, no, McCaffrey at number four. And number five, uh, ooh, this one's a hard one. I think I will take, I think Stephon Diggs will go five. I think he's that good. I think he could go five. So those are my top five right there. Let me write them down before I forget. <laughs> All right, who's your top All right, five? so number one, I think I might go Derrick Henry as well, um, just because I don't think this guy's going to fucking slow down. 2,000 yards, incredible. Devontae Adams, I could see him going again. Second, I, I mean, depending on how the offseason goes, maybe Green Bay gets another wide receiver, and it's just going to help Devontae too. Um, depending on how Minnesota's offseason goes, Justin Jefferson, I could totally see him making that leap. Bold prediction here, but... Uh, maybe not necessarily number three. Like he it. could go to number five. But Justin Jefferson, I'm so ready to see this guy take off because he's done some things um, this year that really underrated. And if Kirk Cousins and that team was just a little bit more better, um, t- damn, this kid is scary. Number four, 
Austin Eckler. I think Austin Eckler is going to have a huge back, um, comeback year, um, maybe comeback player of the year. I don't know, depending on how things go. But point being, I think that he was one of the more efficient running backs two years ago, and he actually had more, I think, passing receiving yards than Christian McCaffrey did a couple of years ago. With that, and he's just going to be an efficiency god next year. So I think people got to look out for that. Justin Herbert didn't really target his running backs too much this year. And when he gets that back, um, I think that it's just going to unlock a whole nother level for him. So Austin Eckler, for sure, got to look out. Then lastly, um, one of these guys, Ezekiel Elliott or Amari Cooper. I mean, getting Dak Prescott back is going to be so huge for this team. And um, one of these guys, for sure, I could just see them having a bounce back year fantasy-wise. And maybe Amari Cooper is going to be that guy. All right. Bold. A little bold with the, the Cowboys at the at the tail end, but they, they are getting Dak Prescott back. I definitely want to throw some notables that could go interchangeable. Uh, probably, definitely, um, I'm thinking, who did I write down? Uh, oh, uh, Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb cool. could go fifth. People are a big fan of him. Um, I like drafting running back, uh, depending on what where I'm at. I usually like to try to get at least, a, at least one running back in, the, in round one. If I got the tail end, usually I go wide receiver, wide receiver, and then bank on some runner backs. Uh, but it all depends, really. But, like, just straight up top five, um, I think uh, even David Montgomery might sneak in there. He had a good season, depending on what they do in this offseason. So I'll throw those guys in as uh, as alternates as well. David Mont. Because he's good with Trubisky, but I don't know if they're going to keep Trubisky. It seems like they are, even if he does. Alan Robinson, too, then. I mean, game. if you get a better quarterback in there, oh, my God. This Bears team could depending be really on good where offense. Deshaun Watson goes to. Can... Sorry, um, if he goes to the Niners, I could see like Kendrick Bourne or Debo fucking exploding next year. Also, George Kittle. Where, wherever, wherever. Oh, I could see Kelsey going. Kelsey is a big fan favorite in round one. Uh, that's he's just a wide receiver. Just if he scheme well, he could he finish the top in receiving yards. But um, all right. Well, there you guys have it for the thank the fantasy sports cave. Thank God is fantasy football Friday awards the tease. <laughs> the TS, the FSC, TJIFFFA podcast. P. Jesus Christ. We'll find a better name for that next year, definitely. Any other awards you want to hand out there while we're here? Uh, do you want another one? Okay, I'll give you another one. It sounds like you're fishing for another award. Um, how about the thank you award? Thank you, Sports Guy David. Shout out to an- another good year. Um, of podcasts. Now the football year's not over, but man, I love doing this shit with you. So appreciate you. Oh, thank you. You're gonna make me cry and shit, man. I'm talking. Oh shit. Thank you. Thank you for being a great co-host. Uh, fantasy football season's over, but uh, we'll be still tweeting, still doing podcasts. Off seasons coming up, guys. I mean, we we go crazy in the off season. We do a whole thing, a draft party. Hopefully, COVID's over. We'll be able to be together for the draft party. And just get drunk and predict some good players. As you know, I won the prediction last week or last year with the most um, right picks. Shout out to Jeff Jeffrey. Uh, what's his name? Jeffrey Glad- Gladney from the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Jeff is mm-hmm. it Jeff Gladney? Something Gladney. Um, shout out to him. But thank you, Lucas, for being there. Uh, it's been a crazy year, 2020. Let's just put that behind us. 2021, nothing but success for all you guys out there. Thank you for supporting us. This is the last fantasy football podcast of the season. I know it's sad, but we'll definitely be um, doing more podcasts 
and uh, definitely be saying fantasy football implications and all that good stuff and fantasy and offseason and all that good stuff. Mock drafts. I can't wait to do a mock draft. I'm probably going to do a mock draft right now just to get it out of my system. But um, there you guys have it. Lucas Reyes. Find right me on, on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas. Come talk to me. Football, fantasy, whatever. And that's where you see my thread of the podcast. That's how you can keep up with our podcast as well. David, where can we find you on social? You can find me as Sports Guy David on TikToks, Twitter, and Instagram. I need to get that down. I need to write it down. I always get them confused. Um, sports Guy David on everything. I post videos on sports-related stuff, all, a bunch of crazy stuff. You want, Or you just want to see me get drunk on the weekends, go ahead and enjoy that. Uh, also, I'm selling Sports Guy David merch. It's All profits are going to breast cancer, breast, breast cancer awareness. I definitely want to wear a, raise awareness, Jesus Christ. Um, it comes with a T-shirt, four, four stickers. Um, two hollow, two regular pin and a keychain. Rock that sports guy, David Merch. All profits going to breast cancer. It's $30, including shipping. You'll get it in three days. Yes, three days. You'll look good in three days. And you'll make it on my story. Um, all you do is just tag me. So just slide in my DMs, and I can get that order out to you same day. And you'll get it in three days. So um, just because Breast Cancer Awareness Month is over doesn't mean uh, it stops. It continues. So go ahead and follow me. And get your t-shirts, get your merch, and follow Fantasy Sports Cave. We post all our podcasts on there as well, and all sports updates. Well, there you have it. I know it's sad. I don't want to leave this podcast because it's the last one. But we'll be doing podcasts all all year. It don't stop. So, um, from Lucas Reyes, thank you. From me, the Nose Nose, the champion of fantasy football in back-to-back years. With you guys, you followers, and all my friends, thank you for letting me win. It was a great win. Um, I feel great. I feel amazing. I'm boosting my ego right now. But there you guys have it. You guys have a wonderful day and a wonderful year. Be safe.